For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure you select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Episode 122. Woo! Interesting start. All bills. Interesting start, because we're without our captain, so we are a little, we're kind of out in the wilderness, floating. He's dead. He died. A mutiny. uh, I don't know if this is a first ever super team or or not but it's a pretty unique squad i mean i feel like usually when kyle's gone it's like jamie myself and patrick right and i bring him in but i you know to be perfectly frank i thought maybe i'd have patrick watch uh, the movie that we watched this week but mm-hmm. after i watched the movie i was like no no thanks not it gonna was, force patrick to do that it was rough uh i party watched it with zach and alex and i will admit we we laughed pretty hard at a few parts uh there was some enjoyment derived from it but uh it was otherwise uh well we'll get into it yeah, we'll get into it, it. it was unintentionally funny right yes 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 yeah. i think we'll get to it but there was only one intentional joke that i laughed at the entire movie <laughs> Yes, I did too. I can't remember which one it was though. Now um, I even shit, made a comment but, about it. Yeah, we both. Yeah, we. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll think of it. We'll think. Of it. <laughs> yeah, we'll think of it. Otherwise, uh, anything else going on with you guys before we uh, hop on in and uh, blast through this episode? I want to uh, know something. What's that, Jamie? How are you bowling? Oh well, yesterday <laughs> was bowling night, and I bowled terribly. I think probably I think probably Kyle saw like fear in my eyes as I was looking at one of the games, and I thought for sure I was gonna get. There was a moment where I was like, "I'm gonna bowl an eighty, I'm gonna bowl an 80. <laughs> and then I, I was able to get up and over and, and get into the one teens, but it was probably okay. the worst game I had bowled, individual game I had bowled in a couple of years. And then the overall say, game had- was pretty bad. Oh, Your also. average is what like one forty ish, right, Jamie? Uh, one high one fifties. 150? Okay. okay. Yeah. So I, earlier this season, I was over 160, which I was feeling pretty good about myself. But this uh, this last uh, this week tanked. I think I, t- I tanked my average, which is a good really thing. Rolled, I mean, rolled some gutters? Yeah? No, no, not gutters. I just couldn't get the oh. ball to go into the pocket. I just kept on getting sixes and sevens and splits, and everything yeah. was, uh, was all screwy. Welcome to Bowling Talk, where we talk all things bowling. And uh, maybe you guys can help me on Bowling Talk figure out uh, what it is. Is it the oil pattern? What's going on with my game? The name of it could be Gutter Guys. I like that. Um, <laughs> I like that I, a lot. I think, J- Jamie, I think, I think you're just in your head. Uh, you know, and I think you're absolutely right. I think I have the, a little bit of the yips. I think I'm bowling, and it used to be a phrase I used all the time in bowling. I'm bow- bowling a little bit too much with this, the cabeza, and not enough with this, my arm. So I got to oh. get back to that. Got to get back to the fundamentals. Just throw it, throw it like I know how to throw it. You have to you have to dance with the bowling ball, you know. You just mm. dance. Don't uh, don't bowl with your cabeza. Bowl with your corazón. The Mandoba Abangata. No, no. My brazo. I gotta go, go with those brazos. I wish I still had that sound clip. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's how bowling's going. I don't know. Are, you, are any of you guys bowling? No, I, I bowling wish. Guys? Yeah, I'd, I'd I love wish. to be bowling. I live in a. Uh, my hometown and everybody's, you know, flown the coop. I've talked about it many times. Just 
I got to travel to link up with friends. So otherwise, I'd be I'll in bowl. a bowling league. I'll bowl with you, Ben. I'll drive over. No, you won't. <laughs> but uh hey congrats uh, uh i know we got a listener our friend john uh he just got a landed a job in cleveland moving from utah to the cleveland Ta-ta. area Woo! so very exciting news for him uh we're Huge all very happy news. but uh maybe we'll get him in that bowling league we're talking about zach that, yeah, well, he'll drive down. I'll pick, and then I'll he'll ride with me, and then I'll drive over to Sydney. We'll nice. go to Belmar, Belmar eight, Lanes. Eight hours of driving every night. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's right, uh, he's ju- he's jumping from the Beehive State to the what's the what's Ohio? Buckeyes. The Buckeye State. Buckeye. No, Buckeyes, of course. How, how could I how could I forget? Come on, Buckeye State. Come on, Gotsta. All right. And I think on that it might be time to dive in. Does anyone have a sound clip? Or, or? I'm pulling it up. Oh, Alex, okay. how, Alex, how are you doing? I'm just ready to get over with this. <laughs> dive, 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 dive. What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artist formerly known as Brahm, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion. That wasn't bad. Pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Salvaged it. Now that we, uh, we got into it, ready to go, uh, Alex, what do we what do we no. watch? What do we watch this week? Uh, I think this is a movie that had been brought up multiple times in other pods, but it's called Subferatu, a movie that came out this year, yeah, 2020. 2020. Uh, who was the director again? Uh, he was a director. Uh, he, 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 he was the director, director, writer, producer. Oh, he uh, did it all, huh? Patrick, Patrick Pen- Penta. Penta. Uh, yeah, he was the cook, right, or the the waiter. Waiter. He was the waiter in the little green <laughs> for the flashback. We uh, we continue and complete our uh, Halloween mini cycle. Yeah, for uh, Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody! Happy Halloween! Happy don't, Halloween! Don't mess with the great pumpkin. And yeah, I don't know. I I think I had, I thought for sure this was going to be kind of the better in terms of like the more pure horror film of the ones we watched, but. I don't know. I guess we'll. I guess we'll. We'll be talking about it. But I also didn't find this one. This is more of a comedy. When you think of the comedy horror balance kind of going on uh, Jamie, with it, Jamie. This is Zach. Yeah. Hi. Can I make a request? Can you please speak as Mike Dooley did with his character the entire? Time? Oh boy. Um, he's like, and oh God, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it. He's kind of. <laughs> he's kind of doing it like an announcer, like a TV announcer. That's good. Keep it going. Uh, where he's oh, always, boy, he's guys. kind of over-enunciating and stuff like that. Did Jamie just... Jamie is Uh-oh. gone. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're doing this without him. We lost him. him. All right. We lost right, keep he it going. Oh, guys, he is out of the torpedo. <laughs> he is gone. All right. He is out. Oh, and shit. All right. We, so um, that means you got to talk like that guy now. And, oh. Zach, and Zach, you got to do the recap. Oh. Yeah. I think that's sort Okay, order. well. Yes. I guess I will. <laughs> Talk <laughs> like Mike Dooley does in the movie Subferatu. Oh, yes, this is gold. Okay. That's pretty good. 
Yeah, I'll, you I'll, bail you, I'll bail you out here. Hopefully he shows up here in the next moment or so. But apparently I just watched... We talked about Halloween movies last episode. Apparently I watched another Halloween episode <laughs> or movie and didn't even know it. I watched uh, <laughs> Knives Out. And hey, IMDb, IMDb is propping that? that up. I enjoyed it. IMDb is propping it up as a Halloween pick for all tastes uh, with their new video they, they posted. But uh, no, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Very good movie. I hate, yeah. I hate the director. I hate the director. I'm going on record as saying that, but every, I like the movie. Yeah. Every time I've mentioned Knives Out so far, people have either complained about Ryan Johnson or said they have not watched the movie because they hate Ryan Johnson. No, well, I did watch the movie. I do hate Ryan Johnson. Good movie. Okay. No, I right. thoroughly enjoyed it. Alex, I think you'd be in the same boat as me. I don't know. We'll see, man. Because he directed. Are, are you going to watch it? Well, I haven't watched it yet, but I might. But he also directed that really stupid episode of Breaking Bad that everyone seems to think is amazing. And it was not. The Fly? Yeah, the, the Fly, the Mosquito, whatever it was called. Yeah, it was. The Fly. It was bad. I just don't trust him anymore. Can't trust him. I didn't know he did that. That was easily the worst episode of Breaking Bad. No, that's him. A mile. Yep, that's him. Some people <clears throat> love that oh episode. Oh, God, we lost Zach, too. <laughs> Alex, it's just you and I. <laughs> this is like a true Halloween podcast now. <laughs> people get Who picked off one go by one. Next? It's probably Kyle flying around as a bat right now. He just... Just murking folks. I know. Just I think we need them. to get into this movie, guys, regardless when Jamie comes back. All right, and he can pick up where we, we left off. Well, I mean, you know, he's, you know he's scrambling. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's he's probably worried. <laughs> Didn't he get a new computer? God, I'd hope to God if something just, like, spilled on it. Like, that would be terrible. He would what, be, like Tang? Does he drink Tang? He drank, he drank, <laughs> he dropped his Tang on his computer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if anybody on this podcast drinks Tang, I I don't know. I think Zach would be my number one choice, and then and then Jamie. I do not. I could just see you like having that uh, little throwback to uh, you know some fond memories you had of Tang as a child or something, and you just whip it out I, every now and again. I have good memories of Ovaltine. But not Tang. Oh, Ovaltine. Yeah, I uh, I was big into Nesquik and uh, Yoohoo. Strawberry? Strawberry Nesquik? No, I'm not a big fan of any like artificial strawberry flavored things. Like I don't like strawberry ice cream either. I like strawberry ice cream if it doesn't have strawberries in it. Mm, okay, I follow. Yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the dehydrated or whatever frozen strawberries and and ice cream either. Because there's like uh, there's like ice cream that you know isn't strawberry flavored that they pepper those in, and then there's like the cherry cordial one. Like those those ice creams are so nasty. I feel like those are I like agree. just old people ice cream. Yeah, they're just like torturing themselves near death. Doesn't make sense. But uh, you Ovaltine, though, I used it. to eat that by the spoonful. You ate it? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, oh my god, god! It would be all powdery and stuff, but I was just like. Fucking crazy young Zach. That's just like dry powder going straight in your mouth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, sometimes I would like... Take a little sip you know. of milk and... Yeah, yeah, drink some milk, yeah. What about you? I like it. 
Good. Do they still yeah. even make it? I haven't <laughs> seen that in years. Yeah, they still make Yoo-Hoo. Oh, yeah, big time. Alex knows it. I like Yoo-Hoo. I Alex, I like Alex Yoo-Hoo. remember that time you drank like 30 of them one night? 30 Yoo-Hoo's? There's no way. I think oh, wait, that was Twisted Tea. Yeah, I was going to say, you're confusing <laughs> it with Twisted Tea. No, it wasn't even 30. It was 17. Oh. Well, like 17? I'm not sure I've had Twisted Tea. Is it basically like brisk, like like spiked brisk? No, it tastes better than brisk. Oh, dude, I love brisk, so I might really love Twisted Tea. It's good, Ben. You're, it's, yeah, it's good. Okay, so should we just get into some segments? <laughs> you want to do segments and not the recap? We could just well, recap. I mean, we the, can try do it. A, do a five minute recap. Do, re- do we, a five minute we recap. Watched it. Yeah, the three of us. Yeah, we did watch it. Yeah, we can help each other. I'll start. I'm, I'm just saying, Jamie gets a little offended when people stomp on it, on him doing the recap. Well, he's well, not I'm here. Offended. Yeah, I'm offended when people don't show up. So, <laughs> God, you'd be offended. I've been on less than half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit, Alex. No. <laughs> if Jamie lost his audacity file, we may be doing all of this in vain. He's not even gonna. Oh, nice little call back to that. It's true. Crossword puzzle we're working on. Nice, Ben. Oh my God, you're about right. This puzzle. I don't know what you're talking about. I said Very vain, nice. and that was uh, one of the multiple answers on this puzzle Jamie was telling us about. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, why don't you guys just do like a five-minute recap? Because it's clearly not our forte. As a Will Forte? Oh, we were just talking That's about him, too. To last night. Oh, my God. All Inside right. jokes. <laughs> People love these. He's in this movie, but not really, listeners. Will right. Forte. Right. Actually, what's, let's look it up. But let's let's do this thing. It, who, pr- who is this guy? Probably Will Bute. Right. Right. Nate, Nate Pringle plays a Nazi soldier. And he sounds just like Will Forte from the movie Beer Fest, which we were not on. But don't worry. We will be coming out with our own episode of that soon. Right, guys? That's correct. We're definitely doing it, but I wouldn't, oh, yeah. be, I wouldn't be putting any dates on it. By December 4th. <laughs> oh, All <right>. shit. <laughs> All right. I think we could do that. The clock's ticking. <laughs> I think we could do that. Think we could do we got to do the beer fest macro pod and we got to do the team america micro pod without jamie and kyle yep we're sailing it's for ha- adventure it's happening well all right so are, are we I, doing this i think we could complete i just i just received word from the mothership that uh someone is out for now jamie jamie completely lost internet yeah wow <clears throat> So that's okay, good. So that means he kept his recording. He just lost internet connection. Okay, so let's do this. Let's right. get into Subferatu, okay. directed by Patrick Penna. Would it help if I would it help if I Patrick pull up? Penna? What's that? Would it help if I pull it up and share the screen and kind of like? Uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Fast forward along. Oh my gosh! I think that's Jamie, and he's back. I don't have to talk like this anymore. Jamie, is that you? Oh, right. <laughs> he's not recording, he says, but he's coming, <laughs> listeners. Don't you worry. Oh, my. I remember when I had dial-up internet. <laughs> oh, boy. I think, and I think I'm back. I think I'm back now. <laughs> oh. Oh, Have you guys been doing any? Have you recapped the movie yet? Are you no, we, uh, we distracted the audience. I don't think they even realized that, uh, we, that you were even gone. 
for how for how long? I had to completely. We, we were talking about all these different topics. They were really compelling conversations. I don't think they even knew you were gone. So I was doing my Mike Dooley impressions. Oh, good, for like for like ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know it, Jamie. I was do actually, a lot in ten minutes. It's really good, and 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 you'll see when I, when my internet cut out. You guys lost me before I lost you. So you were doing the impression, and I was cracking up over here. I was like, great impression, <laughs> and you were talking about how you lost me, and I was like, what? What is they even talking about? Um. But yeah, should we get into the movie? Yeah, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be terrible for Kyle to edit. By the way, <laughs> like, oh, he's gone, and the, the, literally the mice will play because we're gonna give him a pile of shit, and he's gonna have to stitch it all together. <laughs> all right, so we open, and this movie, ultra low budget, using all kinds of clip, all kinds of stuff. The movie is basically like if they came to us and said, "Hey, you guys, podcast superstars, number one podcast." Uh, on iTunes, I believe. Uh, we can fact check that, but I think, we're, I think we're number one. We're going to let you make a movie. I think this is more or less how I would propose that we do it. We, we try to build some kind of set, force Kyle to do that, and then we would just fill it in with like World War II clips. And so that's basically what we see. We see yep. a submarine go by. It's a World War II U-boat submarine. We get into that submarine, and it's Germans, Nazi Germany, and they are – they see, like, a sinking boat out there. They got terrible German accents. Only half of them can even really do a German accent. I'm sure, you know, Zach, you could probably do a much better German accent than most of them. He's already been, uh, he's already been holding down this Dooley accent. Exactly. Well. The Dooley accent is at the top of the line, so I can only assume <laughs> – we don't have to even – the listeners, trust me, probably just as good, his German accent. Thank you. And, uh, and they're like – Basically, they're like, uh, we'll, we'll just leave them. No need to get those. And then and one of the guys comes in, and he seems to be a commander or a political operative. It's hard to tell even what his thing, because he's not the captain of the submarine. He's someone else. Uh, I think he's the one, he's like almost like a David Duchovny in Phantom, I think, where he like has a special weapon, a Nazi Germany weapon, and he's the handler. So he has like a lot of control on the boat. And he's basically like, we're picking them up. And... The captain wants to refuse, and then the guy's like, basically, like, no, I overrule you, and we are we are picking them up, and so they decide to pick up the um, people who are sinking in this boat, and they're brought on board, and they are a bunch of jokesters. One of them being Captain Dooley, Mike Dooley, mm-hmm. uh, and it's, it was a cruise ship. It was more or less Gilligan Island type situation. They were on a three hour tour. Literally they, said that. Yep, they said that. They said it. <laughs> And the boat was the boat ended up uh, sinking, and they um, get picked up. And there's a guy who was like the entertainment. There was a, a woman who was like, well, she, she was entertainment, or and she he was a DJ. And then another guy was snacks, and keeps on saying it was a little more complicated than that. Um, Worst actor. Worst actor tell, easily I've I ever seen. I couldn't tell if it was on purpose. Like I, so I couldn't t- <clears throat> tell if he was like supposed to be like. Play it like you don't care, and then he did so, it that way. Jamie, I I came to the conclusion that he was the best actor in the movie because mm. he played that character exactly what the directors told him to. There's no way he was that bad. I, I, I think they were film. supposed to say like, "Yeah, you're you're like a doofus," and so that was his doofus yeah. character. Um, I couldn't tell. Then there's a guy he's all dressed no. up in like a sailor outfit, and uh, I don't know. At, at some points they imply that they're all tourists. Other points they imply that they're 
whatever. Like the guy who's in the sailor suit implies that he works at Google in San Francisco at one point. The other people are from whatever. It's 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 even hard to tell kind of what the idea is. But they all seem to ha- seemingly had jobs on this boat. And the captain comes in and Mike Dooley and say, you know, he's basically been on the podcast uh, at this point, given how good Zach's impression is. Um, but Thank he you. says, he says something, something's we- weird is going on. Let me handle it. And kind of the, the point, and he comes in another weird thing. He comes in all dry. Like he comes in completely dry from outside and everyone seems confused about this because they were all in the water. And then he's like always high. Like he's always smoking weed. And so mm-hmm. he's like super duper high. A little and then, cannabis indica. Yeah. And he is, uh, he's also almost immediately suspicious of kind of what's going on. He seems to know that something weird is going on because he looks around and the submarine is from, it's like a, it's an old U-boat and he's like, what's going on? And so he almost play, it seems like he almost plays along for a while just to get his bearings of exactly what's going on. So he comes in and immediately the Germans, we get the sense or we find out the Germans believe that it's World War II. Hitler has just been killed or killed himself. Mm-hmm. The and day before. His, Right, and they they believe that now Germany is being run by donuts or something. Donuts, donuts, yeah. and uh, and that their their ultimate mission is now to go and uh, surrender their boat in New York City and and get to America. Um, and so they they believe that these people that they've brought in are um a part of the U S Navy. And so they're going to use them as like to help them guide them to that ultimate goal. But even, even Dooley who, you know, he's from the future to them. He kind of playing it straight. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're totally the U S Navy. You figured me out. Um, I was trying to trick you, but, uh, Oh, here we go. Yeah. You figured you out just to try to get more and more information. And so when he gets back to his crew, he's kind of like, yeah. So by the way, this is kind of what seems to be going down. Everyone on this boat looks like they're sick. It's a skeleton crew. They, they're being really shady about why that is. Why is it that they only have like five people on this boat? And I think that they might have a weapon around, like a bomb or something, that's making them all sick. And so he's like really concerned about that. They're heading towards America with what he thinks maybe is like an atomic bomb or whatever. And... Um, He's also like, they clearly, they either we've went back in time or they've come into the future, but something weird is going on where they, they actually do believe that it's um, World War II. I looked it up. It's Carl Dunitz. Dunitz. Sure. Dunitz. And uh, they, the captain's all listening to them on the conver- having this conversation. And so one of the younger guys, the, the, a 16-year-old uh, I forgot what his job was, torpedo guy or something, weapons, weapons. Uh, he comes in and kind of threatens them. And it's basically like, oh, what are we, like from a different time? Like what's going on here? What are you? Are you supposed to be like a prostitute pointing to the woman? Are you supposed to be like a, a, a lumberjack, a woodsman of some sort uh, pointing to the bad actor guy? Um, you know, why are, why are you all dressed all like Halloween crazy over here? Topical. And... Uh, what happened? Oh, and then, yeah, they, they get the gun from him. They find out that it's unloaded. The kid's basically too young to handle live ammo. But he basically is like, don't tell, like, that I became embarrassed by this. And so the captain's like, I won't tell, but you take me to the uh, to the captain and let me, like, handle my business or whatever. 
And so he goes up there and convinces him to like give them all jobs to help like run the submarine. Is that right at that point? Is that where we end up? Mm, Sounds right. Something like that. Movie flows very well at this point. Um, no, but they're like one person starts working on the radio, another one's like working the wheel, another one is whatever. A little bit whatever. of a montage, and also we get a we get a sense that Dooley, um, the captain, he's uh, claustrophobic and has this history of issues with being in like very tight spaces, and also has a something going on with his ex wife or something. He's got like multiple ex wives or something like that. Sure. Um, the Michael Reed character, uh, was he working the radio, ends up kind of befriending the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the black character a little bit. I think they're they're kind of bonding over baseball and radio and stuff like that. Yeah, and the woodsman guy, or the, the bad actor guy, the doofus, he has a phone, and that's kind of an important thing right now. He also finds like a, a vampire kit. It says like vampire on it. He's like, maybe this is important. And they're like, yeah, maybe we'll have to think about that for later, this vampire kit. Uh, but the, so they put that away for a little bit. Uh, we already know from the title of the film, Subparate, that this is obviously the case that there is a vampire on this uh, submarine. But he's got the phone, and immediately the Germans like pick that up, and they basically confiscate it from him and send him to the engine room where he's going to help the engine room guy um, out. So that's going to be his job. I don't know and if so, you noticed, but I, I caught it and pointed it out when we were doing our party watch. But uh, the uh, the lumberjack guy hands over the phone, and then uh, a few moments later, I think they just didn't have enough footage of him just kind of like staring blankly. They actually reused the footage of him handing over the phone, and you can see him hand over the phone again. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I did not notice that. It was awesome. Solid. Good good catch by Ben. Give, That's a very good catch. Give him, give him a round of applause. Thank you. So anyways, there's a, at some point close around here, there's a contact. Uh, they actually find a bunch of jet skis. Um, mm-hmm. And the Germans are confused by this. They think there's some kind of uh, U.S. Uh, super weapon. So they decide to fire on the on the jet skis. And the Americans spend a while like trying to convince them not to do that uh, and trying to come up with a, with a way to explain why you shouldn't do that, uh, even though everyone believes that it's – or the, the Germans think it's like 1945 or whatever. And so eventually they decide to fire on him anyways. They call them to the engine room. The engine room guy has to go and like help with the torpedo stuff. Um, and they eventually are able to fire and destroy, <laughs> completely explode a whole bunch of jet skiers. Um, while this is happening, the doofus, he sees that his phone is down in the engine room. Uh, and he he goes to grab his phone. And the guy who's kind of like handling the vampire or the, the sketchy guy who uh, – convince them to bring the prisoners on, comes in, confiscates the phone again, and then uh, sicks a, a vampire on him and kills him. I, I, at this point, someone else had already died, right? Someone else, one of the other people, the guy in the sailor suit, I think he had been bitten by a vampire yes. already at this point mm-hmm. while they were sleeping. Um, and he, you know, turns into a vampire in front of everyone and gets stabbed as well uh, and killed. Um, in the process. So they're already dropping like fry- flies. At this point, there are two of them dead. Even he actually, it's kind of funny. Like I forgot that there were two people that were, had been killed. And um, the captain, Dooley, Dooley also had like, an, didn't remember at this point. He's like, you've already killed one of us. And someone goes like, eh, actually two of us. He's like, oh yeah, that's right. You've already killed two of us. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, so anyways, they... Heading back, heading, continue to head towards America. Um, the one of the German guys comes and like says that he wants to help out 
because he he also knows that something weird is going on um, and doesn't like it and wants to get to America and and make it big in show business. And sh- and so he's going to help out um, when it comes to the climactic point where they're supposed to uh, to finish uh, getting to America or whatever. Um, are we getting? And pretty much we're we're nearing the end in yeah, a way, there's, right? There's not yeah, yeah. There's not much to it. They, there's a lot of talking in this. Dooley talks a lot, like a yes. lot. He talks all the time and says a lot well, of jokes all the time. And he's kind of like the narrator at times too. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. He does a ton, too much, too much, or maybe not enough. It's hard to, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, in some ways, I think he was, he was one of the few guys who has actually some professional credits on his resume. So I wonder if in some ways he was meant to do the heavy lifting the whole time. Um but it's hard to it's hard to say because it's not like he has like a it's not like he's got like 120 credits. He's not like he's like a superstar compared to them. He's, he just has more, um, and clearly a little older than some of the younger um, castmates of his. Uh, but um, so a lot of a lot of the movies filled in with him just kind of like narrating stuff or talking about stuff. But they're heading towards New York, and as they get near, everyone starts to freak out uh, because they are uh, heading into New York Harbor, and Dooley's adamant like you can't do this. We're going to get blown to smithereens if you do this. And uh, he's like, no, we won't. And the, the weird sketchy guy comes in and gets the submarine going like super fast, like 100 knots or something like that. Uh, super fast. And basically he's like, this is how we'll get past all the, the Americans or whatever. But they get stopped anyways by the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard's like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're like a U-boat. You have a hunk of junk boat. Like what's going on? Stop. And they get in kind of like a, a weird back and forth with this Coast Guard because the Germans are, you know, justifiably a little confused as to what's exactly happening. And they get and the dually eventually is like, you have to destroy this boat. And they get fired upon and the boat crashes onto the bottom of the ocean. And they're all trapped now. They say they only have like 30 minutes of air, which seems a bit nuts. Uh, but they have to in the in the process of of trying to escape, they have to try to make sure that they kill this vampire because the main point would be to make sure that this vampire doesn't make it into New York. So they pull out their vampire kit, they get their stake, they get everything going, they head back there, and there's a few people they have to kill. They have to kill the main, the guy who's been handling the vampire, and then he's got an ally in the engine room guy. They were working together in using this vampire to kill people. And then the captain's going to go take care of them while the main people have to take care of a vampire. And, oh boy, it's a pretty good scene. Brom, how do they take care, take care of this vampire in this very climactic fight scene? That's uh, you, I actually fell asleep. Oh, is that right? Did anyone yeah. else not? Did anyone not fall asleep during the party watch? I think you all fell asleep. I didn't fall asleep. Oh, so how they, how they defeat that vampire? Oh, you know, they um, were throwing oil on it, right? Yeah. But it wasn't just any kind of oil. Oh, it's garlic. What was it, Alex? Uh, CBD oil. You laughed at that. <laughs> yeah. It's like a yeah, little CBD oil. It was pretty and funny, then the, actually. the vampire kind of like withers and, and falls asleep as a bat. And they throw <laughs> the bat out of it. And they uh, throw the bat out the torpedo tube. So literally, why, not, why not rip the bat's head off? I, I thought the exact same thing. Or take the little steak, maybe whittle a steak into a Just tiny bat, bat steak and then stick it into its heart. This is a little bat, yeah. heart, bat, heart. bat um, heart. But, you know, to each their own and they just throw it at the torpedo too. Seems like it's going to survive and uh, fly up and go to New York City and kill everyone. But whatever. 
Uh, and yeah, they, it was, it, it was a weird, weird, uh, way of doing it just because how much of this film called Subferatu actually involved a vampire, I would say approximately two and a half minutes. Yep. Maybe. Something very like little. That. Very, very, very little. And so anyways, they've killed the vampire. Uh, they hear some gunshots. So even that's done off screen. I thought for sure those people were going to come back, but no, indeed the captain kills the, uh, allies of the vampire. They all gather together. They're basically like. We're probably going to die. and But then they say, well, we could go out the torpedo tubes to pull an old Brom over here and get out this torpedo tube and have to surface. We're not that – we're in New York Harbor, so we're not that deep. We might be able to make it. But only w- one of us will have to stay behind because otherwise, you know, we need someone to shoot us out the torpedo tubes. And so they're, they're – he's using joints <laughs> uh, to, to pour, pull the short straw. Um, the first couple people go out. But the captain of the submarine realizes that Dooley, he is, he is going to do the noble thing and sacrifice himself. And the captain says, nay, this is my boat. I'm going to go down with the ship. And he says, no, puts Dooley into the torpedo, launches him away, and he survives. And we get a little bookend scene of him sitting on a beach, kind of being like a crazy story, isn't it? And, uh, Can't wait for the sequel. And then and it's the German big letters. captain plays guitar. Yeah. Then it says in big letters, coming soon, Subferatu 2. We we need to give credit where credit's due, and that's what Ben's saying right now. Ben. I was I was awake uh to to hear the German captain sing I Love You, Miss Germany. It was actually a pretty good song. Full song. Full song. Written by the uh director. Really? But uh, I feel like you if you're in that situation, I feel like you could uh you know close the hatch in the torpedo room and flood the torpedo room and swim out It'd be the tough, torpedo you'd, have to, you'd have to be able to hold your breath for a long time you have to be like no obviously it would be a, it would be a definitely a, a challenge of your your endurance there and your 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 breath holding capabilities but um i feel like you could flood flood the chamber and then once you've matched the pressure in the room you could swim out the uh, torpedo tube yeah, I, I just I, I'm I guess my point would be we all can't be Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise could do it 100. percent He could, and I know that for a fact. I think also maybe Kurt Russell, but uh, me and you, no. But I mean, if it's I, I would at least try. And I, I guess one thing would be if I was there and Tom Cruise was there, I would say Tom Cruise, hold your breath. And then as it was getting close, and I was like running out of breath, I'd be like. And he'd kiss me and then breathe air into my body and then I'd be able to survive because Tom Cruise, even though he, he blew air into my mouth, he would still have enough to get to the surface as well. Mm-hmm. The end. Wow. Yeah. That was Subferatu. And I got to say, I was I was actually fairly excited to see <clears throat> what this movie was all about. But um, I guess you'll see with my ratings uh, exactly so- how I thought about that. So given the start of this episode and your absence and return, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we are still under 35 minutes right now. Well, that's – I think that makes sense. This movie is – A, I'm not distracted by Kyle being an idiot, total idiot over there. Um, (laughs) a moron. And uh, also this movie didn't have a lot going on. No, it was very short. I I only missed a little bit. I think it was predominantly just the – the ultimate climax there with the uh, the, I like the, the idea vampire that you fell asleep fight. on a party watch. I know. And you were just like, I don't, and these guys couldn't have been laughing too much because if they did, they would have stirred me from my slumber. 
I didn't know you fell asleep. <laughs> so I got up and left probably a few times. Because <laughs> you I'm heard me when I when I put yeah. my extension cord on. That was when I went and laid in bed, <laughs> and that was near. I was near the end. Yeah, me and Kai, I, I, we were talking at uh, bowling, and I was like, I don't actually think they're going to finish this movie. But you guys oh, man, surprised me. You did. Jokes we finished it. We did. Yep. We had nothing better to do. <laughs> so did Kyle, did Kyle send his uh, review, by the way? No, we have not received so. it yet. I, I assume so he'll he'll tack he'll it. On. Ins- he'll insert it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, my no, guess no, is his, we'll do it. his number we'll is going to be a, his number is going to be pretty low. Uh, does anyone want to go first in particular? Does anyone have it like nailed down exactly what they want to say about this movie? I'm guessing Kyle gives a five. That's my guess. We should all guess. I guess Kyle gives it a five. He 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 will like this movie for some reason. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'll go a three point five. Mm, Kyle's gonna give it like a nine and a half, and that's because yeah. I'm gonna get. That's because I'm gonna give it a ten. So he's just gonna be <laughs> in a little bit underneath me. No, for You're the sanctity he's... of the podcast, he, he'll he'll give it a low number just so this doesn't no, end up on our then, Mount Rushmore. He's going to – my my prediction is he will give it potentially – I think he might give it like a zero or a 0.2, something hmm. like that. I think he's he going to give like it some movie. points. No, I know he didn't. Yeah. yeah. He said his blood was broiling with rage. And so it would be funny if he announced oh his, yeah. his, uh, his review and he's like, my blood was boiling with rage. You have insider info. I do. I that makes me want to lower my, my 3.5. Oh, is that what you're coming in at? No, that's what I'm going to guess he was going to give it. Oh, okay. I'm going to give it much lower. Uh, All right, Brom, go ahead. How about you start Okay. Off? Well, it, it did uh, it did put me to sleep, but I, I really won't dock it for that. I mean, it it uh, it had the same kind of tone throughout the movie. It was making a lot of really lame jokes that uh, were very cringe-inducing. Um, there was maybe, like Zach said, one or two moments that I genuinely laughed at that they wanted you to laugh at. But otherwise, we were kind of laughing at their expense. Uh, And I mean, some of those were great. And I mean, a lot of movies that have those elements are great movies by how bad they are and how serious they took themselves. But this one was a movie that was, you know, a a lot of tongue in cheek, you know, goofy humor. And it just ended up becoming one of those just really cringy watches. Um, Poor acting, dumb story. It wasn't like even if it was bad and just had a lot of like like played with the idea of having vampires on a submarine i might have got into it um they built their own set that was kind of cool give them props for that i mean for operating on a low budget i mean i don't want to berate them into you know never trying something like this again even though i mean it looks like it was the only acting credit for a lot of these folks uh they're stand-up comedians from seattle i ended up looking at into it a little further um so i wouldn't want to discourage them from trying again with something um but it was a clumsy a clumsy picture and um i think i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a one and a half all right i can i can jump in here um i always jump in second i feel like you set the stage i'm ready to come in actually a little lower than you uh unless unless the director or any of the stars want to come in and do an interview on this podcast, in which case I'll give it a 12. But until then, um, I thought this movie, unfortunately, I mean, yes, very impressive. I, I read online, there was a Reddit post by someone who was like a grip um, slash gaffer on this uh, movie. And he said he had My very gaffer. Positive, he, said, he, he said very positive things about everyone who worked on it. <laughs> so good. Um you know, good things to say about them, including the, uh, in, in particular the director. And he said that they filmed it in a week. 
And overall, the entire production was three weeks, including building the set. Wow. So pretty impressive to go all the way through on what seems to be a micro budget with a some kind of improv or comedy group from Seattle um, as the primary um, actors and stuff like that and kind of get that finished in that amount of time. So definitely props to them in getting it done, having something produced that looks pretty good, all mm-hmm. things considered. Um, there I'll were a couple like, scenes that looked actually like really good. I, I yeah. think there was a scene where they were, they were smoking. The Scarlet was talking with uh, one of the Germans. I thought looked really nice. I even mentioned it while we were doing the party watch. And then I thought the the reminiscing scene of of dinner on the on the boat with the the director as the waiter. Uh, that scene actually looked pretty impressive when they had like a really zoomed out shot, and you could kind of see along the the tubular inside of the of the boat or U-boat or wherever. I forget where they were at for that, but I thought that looked really cool. And acting-wise, like for, for having few credits, I actually think they're probably about three and a half, three and a half good actors, pretty good actors. I mean, the main guy clearly is a good actor. He's just, it, it's like a certain flavor of comedy yeah. that you have to, you have to be like ready to have it go for 88 minutes. Um, but I mean, I think a few of the other guys were, were other actors were pretty good. And I think the German um, captain was all right, right? Yeah, German captain was good. I thought the sonar guy was good, um, and I thought the uh, DJ guy was good, uh, ish. But uh, overall, like a valiant effort, all that kind of stuff. I just didn't like it. Didn't get it. Didn't get into it. Didn't understand why it's called Subferatu. The vampire portion of it is very minor, all things considered. It's more of almost like a time travel movie than anything else. They don't even really explain too much about what the vampire is. It seems to mm-hmm. be some kind of Nazi Germany super weapon. Um, have you seen Nosferatu? I actually have never seen okay. uh, the original Nosferatu. I was going to ask if there was any similarities in terms of what so. style I, of vampire or vampire movie Nosferatu I, was. I, I, will I, know, so. I will say, I've never seen it either, but I've seen clips. And the scene in this movie where it shows the vampire's eyes like in green, mm, that's, in, yeah. that's in the original. Mm. Yeah. But... Uh, but yeah, it didn't it didn't do it to me and it do it for me and I honestly didn't um I didn't love spending the t- like I got through an hour of it and the next day I still had 30 minutes to go and I was not super pleased with having to continue yeah. on and finish it and stuff like that. I think it's probably one of the worst movies we've actually watched for this, but for their valiant effort, I'm going to give them a 1. Just because <laughs> it's like an, it's like a, the effort's there, it just is not it's not for me. It's just not for me at I all. Agree. And I, I wouldn't. Agree. I, and honestly, like, like as I said, I wasn't going to have Patrick watch it. No yeah. thanks. No, yeah, I agree. Like, I, I think I said the same. I was coming in from the same angle. Just definitely a, an effort credit there. Give him some points for the effort. Yeah. All right. Who's next? I'll go. So the movie's kind of confusing to me in several points because it doesn't really explain why the time travel happened, if at all. Hmm. Um, and it doesn't really explain, I I know they said they were like on a three hour tour, but when they saw the ship, it kind of looked like an old school sailboat. I felt like, I don't know if I misunderstood that or not. So there's just several question marks that I have about this movie and I just can't get over that, but (laughs) there were, there were some funny parts, albeit intentional or not. And anytime that there's some sort of humor, I'm okay with that. I was actually really impressed with the set because we have watched some movies and I think you guys have watched more 
where it's just so unrealistic that they're not even in a submarine or any some sort of, you know, naval ship. It's laughable. But this one, they yeah. actually tr- they actually tried. There's a little bit of feeling of claustrophobia. You can kind of tell with how close they were standing. And I mean, they they tried, and I think that's uh, that's good. Um, considering some of these other movies we've watched with even more of a higher budget and production, uh, where they don't try at all. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think there's been a few movies where you can tell they're like in a warehouse and a few where they're in like the one, I think it was Blackwater. I teased it looked like they were in like a laser tag studio. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, oftentimes they're on like big destroyer ships and stuff like that. So they're just like way bigger. Right. So, uh, I think they did a pretty good job with that. I, I think the writing was okay if they could have explained the story a little bit better. The acting was exactly what you'd imagine, and you guys have already stated that a few times. <sighs> We're on a sub. We've got sub themes. It's Halloween. It's funny. It's also bad. I'm going to give it a 10. Like I said, I can't, I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. it, it could be higher if they explained like, the time travel. Like, who, who really did the time traveling, you know? <laughs> Did, did they enter some sort of portal or is this just a group of rogue Nazis in the year 2020, which is all, be it very possible, just floating around down in the Bermuda trying to attack people? I mean, that very well could be it too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's just not enough to go off of. It would be higher if they explained the time travel. I'll just say that. So if anybody likes weird, we got to think about it afterwards. And not really come to an answer. If you got to think about that kind of movie, this might be for you. Just remember that. Take it to heart and watch this one because it's a 10. It's not as bad as what these other clowns are saying. (laughs) It's true. And if you would like to watch it, you can rent it for $2.99 on Amazon. And if anyone wants to come on from the movie for an interview, you can do that also for $2.99. I like that. And we will all give you a 10. Yeah, I won't. Uh, are you going to uh, get nine and a half? And I'm going to jump in here with my hot yeah, take. Yeah, please elaborate, Zach. So, sub for Atu. More like, I almost forgot to oh. care about this movie. Because... <laughs> sub for Atu, more like Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah, like, what? It's just not good. Not good. Patrick Penna, you know I love you, buddy. But this was a... Just a freaking terrible movie. And <laughs> I get that it's low budget. I get that they did it in three weeks. Whatever. Comedians from Seattle. Whatever. It's just not good. The story doesn't make freaking sense. It's like Alex said. There was no freaking explanation for the time traveling. Like Bermuda Triangle. Like what? The, what? Like it just – but nothing was ever concluded. The, the, the characters weren't engaging. Like, yeah, I did my impression. Uh, oh, you know what I mean. That guy, Dooley. But he was actually like the most annoying character in the yeah. entire movie for me. Like, I just kept hoping he would die. And I actually had some crazy theory that it was actually him and the vampire was his wife. And he was secretly the captain taking people into the Bermuda Triangle to feed her and keep her alive because mm-hmm. he didn't want to ever lose her, which would actually make a hell of a lot more sense. Yeah, it would have been way this- cooler. It would have been way cooler of a storyline, but no, instead it was ass up in the air and nothing to care. It was dumb, and it just made no sense. I didn't like it. Um, did I like anything? The one joke. What was the one joke, Ben? We laughed at one planned joke. And I can't that was, think um, of it. 
I can't think of what it. What the fuck was Oh, uh they referenced a um Second Life. This the stupid character was yeah. like I guess I could be Not playing that. Second Life and then Dooley's like Oh yeah, we're down here talking and he's talking about Second Life, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> I laughed at that. <laughs> that was the only funny joke. So kudos to you. You get me to laugh once, I'll give you a one. But that's all you're getting. Oh. One. Yeah, I think there's a few times where there'd just be a really cringy joke and Zach would just go, ha! <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got. Well, gang, I wish I could be on the episode, but I couldn't make it. But there was no way that I was going to let that stop me from giving a review for Subferatu. First off, let's give credit where credit's due uh, on the movie. I know there's only so much that can be done with a movie of this budget, especially with exterior shots. And a lot of those, we see the CGI that kind of looks like something for maybe a Sega Dreamcast, maybe worse. Uh, For this, they had, you know, the stylized outside shots. They didn't try to just go too much, too crazy into it. So I guess that was okay. Uh, the interior of the submarine did look good. Everything was pretty well lit. You could see things. And we were in the sub pretty much the whole damn movie. Uh, only a couple scenes where we were outside of it. Now, what's wrong with this? Pretty much literally everything else. And, and I shouldn't say literally everything. I can say almost everything else is wrong with this. There are only two shreds of decency that I found within the entire movie outside of those others mentioned, excluding the captain and the 16 year old boy. Everybody's acting on the submarine was probably the worst that we have ever seen. The main character was doing this really strange thing with his voice the whole time. Bugged me so much. I kid you not. You could walk into a grocery store, go out, pick up a bunch of random people, have them act in a movie and I would not be surprised if they outperformed the people that we had in this. Movie's called Subferatu because it's based off of very famous vampire movie. And guess what? We barely get any vampire scenes. And we don't even really know if it's a vampire, right? It's just killed with C- not even killed. It's just like subdued with CBD CBD oil. And thrown back into a hatch. The plot was absolutely boring. The jokes were horrible. The acting was atrocious. There's nothing working here. It's just... Uh, I, I don't get it. Uh, sometimes when you're watching a movie, and a lot of people have experienced this, I know I have, you'll get angry when you're watching a movie because a character that you're so connected with uh, has something really bad happen to him. Or maybe there's a somebody playing a villain that's just so good at what they're doing and you hate them for it and you become angry with them. And I became angry watching this movie, not because any of those things, I became angry at watching this movie strictly for the fact that I was watching this movie. This is possibly the worst thing that I've ever watched. And I hope it's the worst thing that I will ever watch. I don't know what can go lower than this. Uh, Way back when, I gave Stinger a 0.13. 
because I gave it, I gave myself a little wiggle room there because I thought maybe at that time that was the worst film I watched and I thought maybe there's going to be something worth worse than that and we went down Stinger was below crush depth we are we are way below that I'm going to come in and give this a point zero five, and the only reason I'm not giving this a zero is because of the acting of the German captain and the jokes by the 16-year-old who was clearly not 16. That was the only thing that I thought was even funny. Uh, so I'm giving myself a little more wiggle room, but honestly, if we go lower than this, I may just have to call it and just just leave the show. Alrighty, Zachary, do you have a love it or hate it? Or I actually do. Cue the music. Ooh, love it or hate it, hate it or love it, loving it and hating it. That's what we do. Ladies and gentlemen, and other, love it, hate it. What do we want to hear first? Um, I want to hear. I want to hear hate it. I'm, I'm, I want to be oh. surprised with the love it. Okay. Okay. So our hate it, these reviews come to us from a little website called Amazon.com. Our hate it is coming from Han, Hondonian Rebel, mm. reviewed in the United States on June 24th, 2020. An utter disgrace to even reference Nosferatu verified purchase if fingernails on a chalkboard or root canals are your thing then maybe you should give it a try 15 minutes of this torture was all I could stand lost 20 IQ points any remaining shred of self-respect and replaced them with a lifetime's volume of regret just that fast Seen better acting in 7th grade drama club. Seen better writing on stall doors. Hmm. Not so bad it's good. Fun to make up. Fun to make fun of. Or anything like that. Amazon should be giving us money. Oh. If they're going to keep putting garbage like this on Prime. Positive ratings almost have to be coming from the cast, crew, friends, and family. I'd say no one is that dumb. But then again, I have watched the evening lately wink face. One out of five. Very, very mean and crude take, but definitely not a dishonest one. He's probably not incorrect that a lot of the good are probably family and friends. Yeah, I think that's accurate. I wouldn't even if I was related to somebody in this film, I'd still give it a one. <laughs> no, I'd I'd give it a I'd give it a seven. <laughs> Love it. Yes. This comes from my guy Jay Stam, reviewed in the United States, May seventh, twenty twenty. Splendidly creepy. Verified purchase. I loved it. Captured the vibe of the World War II movies I was obsessed with in high school. The music, the dialogue, the acting, all excellent. Special effects got my heart racing. 
but blissfully cheesy enough to keep my pants dry. Wow. Supreme creepiness. Footage of vintage subs gliding through the briny deep. Really enjoyed it. Five out of five. Hmm. That it just looked like uh, CGI submarines put through like a Photoshop filter. It looked like yeah, dog shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm That's not it. even sure what to say. I mean, that definitely a family or friend. Oh uh, yeah, that was you know, probably a cousin or something. And me. Um, you ready for <laughs> some, you, uh, Alex? <laughs> ready for a little trivia? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, so there are there isn't too much to go on about this. There are some FAQs they have on IMDb's, which are always fun to look at. So, like, was the movie filmed on a real German U-boat? Answer is no. They uh, they had made a scale reproduction of a WW2 uh, submarine, built it in Seattle. They they were they were uh, asked they asked if they could get access to something, and they were not granted it for production. Um, are all the cast stand-up comedians? No, but they are part of. Uh, a bunch of them are part of Laughs and Comedy Underground in Seattle, Washington. Uh, is the flag a real flag on the command deck? Yes. One of the people, uh, his grandfather fought against Germany and got it. And so they loaned it to the uh, cast to use in the movie. Was there a real U-666? Yes. It was launched in 1942. So a whole bunch of stuff you can kind of learn about it. Pretty great. Who sings the song, I Love You, German, Miss Germany at the end? And it was uh, written and performed by Patrick Penta. Uh, on guitar, and then the the singer, uh, the uh, character, or the uh, actor Martin Krauss, he sang uh, the the song. So there's a bunch of little fun, qu- quick facts about this. It also won a couple of awards. They they showed these uh, showed this movie, I guess, as part of Los Angeles Film Awards and New York Movie Awards. Two things I didn't really know too much about, but it won um, a monthly. So they they run monthly, and they kind of show movies, and they have a winner for the month's movies that are shown. And it won uh, February for the Los Angeles Film Awards and then the January for New York Movie Awards. Uh, and that actually included Best Original Song for the New York Movie Awards one. Cool. Um, and that is pretty much everything that I'm seeing. Do you want to do a, a quick quiz? I did see something on J Archive. I'm going to pick that up real quick. So forgive the typing. Is it a Nosferatu one? Exactly. But it's all going to be all vampire-themed. Why won't it search? Oh, there we go. Um, wrong one. There we go. All right. So, uh, vampire vampire puri. So potpourri, but vampire themed mm. potpourri. Uh, mm. 200, 400, 600, 800, and a daily double. Keep that in mind. Uh, I get, let you know that one. The thousand is a daily double. Um, so let's see who gave the low, who gave the high, what's our highest? So Alex, you give the highest score, I believe, right? Yeah. 10? Yeah. Uh, which one do you want? 200, 400, 600, 800, or the thousand daily double? 200, Jamie. All right. Lady Gaga gave a fine performance as the blood sucking countess on the hotel edition of this FX series. I know. Uh, it. I also know it. I know it, but I can't think of the name of it. AHS. There we go. It is AHS, American Horror Story. I was giving that um, as a hint to Alex. Sorry, you can't. That's too big of a hint. It's American Horror Story. It. Yeah. 
Wait, who gets so, the points for that? No I want, one. I want to give them to Alex. Losers. I'm giving okay, them to Alex. Alex. Alex, you got the 200. Um, who was the next highest? Let's go. It's going to be Brom. So Brom, 400, 600, 800, or the 1,000? 600. Sink your teeth into this vampire-themed cereal that frequently makes a comeback around Halloween. Ooh, what that. is Count Chocula? A very good impression, and that is 600 points. Plus, you get 200. Let's double that 200. You get 200, 800 yes. for the good impression. Yes. Uh, any, any, does anybody like the uh, Halloween cereals? Yes. Yes, I do. My brother is a huge Booberry. Boo, boo, yeah, huge Booberry boo fan. Booberry. Uh, Hit me with it. Hit me, baby, one more time. So 400, 800, or 1,000. Hit me, baby, one more time. I don't know what that means. Surprise me. Oh, uh, 800. This Marvel character from a 1998 movie is described as part man, part vampire. All hero. It's easy. What? You'll snipe this one, Zach. I I believe in you. I believe you're going to snipe this one. 1998? Oh, he's not picking it up. He's not picking up what you're putting down. 1998. That's what you're saying? 1998. You said, is this this guy killing vampires or he is a vampire? He's a vampire and a vampire hunter. 1998 movie. I feel like... I mean, you might need need to shave that beard, Zach. I mean, this is just... You got to... Put yourself in the shoes of when you Brom, were younger. Just pick up the, just pick up the points. <laughs> what is it? Blade. Van Helsing? I don't know. It's Blade. No, it's Blade. Blade? I never saw it. Never I don't watch it. shit. I've, I've never seen it either. All right. Now that you three have answered, uh, we're going to be doing it by name. So call out if you think you know the answer. This is the $400 question. Reading aloud from this novel, Chapter 13, Confessions. Edward in the sunlight was shocking. <gasps> Twilight. Yeah. Good one. And then finally, the Daily Double $1,000 question. The producer of this 1922 German silent film was accused of ripping up Bram Stoker's novel, Dracula. It's Nosferatu. Yes. So a little Nosferatu, Subferatu theme. Don't mind me. I'll just get all of them. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. And um, I mean, it is interesting uh, just from the point of view. Usually I talk about Ed Harris and and his connection to this film. Obviously, Ed Harris was not going to be in Subferatu. Um, he does love spending time in Seattle, but he was not going to be uh, filming for three weeks uh, in Seattle. He was, you know, busy with his other projects and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But he did have a part in that movie that, Zach, you, you had a little trouble uh, remembering. Um, he actually appeared in Blade. Because, like, Brom, you're like an expert on uh, Blade, it sounds Apparently. like. Apparently. Uh, do you remember uh, Ed Harris's part in that? No, I think the only scene I ever watched from Blade was when uh, Jessica Biel was naked in the shower. And that's interesting that you pick up that point, because that's also the scene that Harris is in. Oh, really? Because that was Blade Trinity. He's in all three of them, and, oh, okay. and all three of them have, have uh, I <laughs> have believe, the same all, scene. <laughs> yeah, they have the same scene with Jessica Biel in the shower. Uh, it's actually, uh, that's actually part of the secret of Blade oh, Okay, as a series. Is that like every time they'd come back and be like, hey, we're making a new Blade movie, the studio would be like, hell no, why would we want to make this movie? And they'd be like, uh, what about that? And they'd show the scene, the Jessica Biel scene, and they'd be like, uh, yep, make it. And uh, each time you can see uh, Ed Harris appears. He's the plumber. So after she gets out of the shower, she's like, oh, that shower wasn't working very well. And he goes, hey, I'm the plumber. Oh. Yep. I don't remember that. Part. We'd always stop like right after like the moment where we thought we might have saw a nipple. And that... Uh 
that'd be it. For yes, us. that was that was just before Ed Harris comes in and goes, "Hey, yeah. I, I'm here. I'm, I'm the plumber." That explains why I never seen that. Wow. Yeah. And he, he turns out to be a vampire plumber. Um, that's his that's his role. And then, but he just does a really good job. He doesn't he doesn't do anything vampire like, but he is a vampire. All right. Yeah. He's got a, he's got some range on him. Yep, and then I do have to fin- finish up a little bit with a little Phantom Zone. Engage the Phantom. Phantom's engaged, sir. Um, right. So while obviously I'm not going to be getting a, a the no one in this cast is in anything else so it's obviously i'm not going to go through the actors there's gotta but be there some, somebody you said the one well, guy has been has, has some acting credits yes but like law and order <laughs> uh that kind of oh, stuff oh come on i feel like you can make uh, now maybe it work. maybe there's probably i'm sure there's a law and order episode with a submarine in it and we could we can move from there um but instead i'm going to go a little bit outside the box here it was produced and you can look at the list of producers Niels bull tom hillman patrick penta laura pomeroy just all the classic names craig melville Interesting. Melville, Herman Melville, similar last, same last name. Mm-hmm. Herman Melville, he wrote Moby Dick. And you're like, wait, Moby Dick doesn't have a submarine. But you know, it does have a submarine. 2010 Moby Dick. Moby Dick, Dick yeah. And that's oh. one we did use. And, and that we can get it from there. So nice little Good. connection. Good work. Thank you. I like it. That's all I got. Very nice. My dad just got a Reader's Digest edition of. Uh, Moby Dick. I don't know if it's worth anything or not, but uh, it's very old and uh, very How good condition still. Say what? It's a Reader's Digest. So is, yeah, is it like, like a Reader's a short, Digest. Like, shortened, shortened like uh, no, 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 no. It's like Reader's Digest released like uh, like classics, like literary classics of the 21st century or whatnot or 20th century. And, but were they enriched? Uh, because isn't that normally what Reader's Digest is? Is it like takes things and makes them shorter. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. But he's like, he no. Did. It's it's uh, it's a normal length for Moby Dick, isn't it? Only like forty six pages long. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. We got some. Uh, we got some news from uh, one half of our gruesome twosome here, Alex. I think I was actually looking up news. I found one interesting article. Okay. The, uh, the title is, sorry, I had to pull it up. Navy conducts first drone delivery to ballistic missile submarine. The article title pretty much sums up the whole article. Uh, I guess this okay. is some sort of uh, new delivery system that they're working on. Sometimes I think submarines can be uh, have deliveries made to them by like a helicopter, maybe another ship in the area, uh, but that can be really limited. So uh, they're using a drone here, unmanned mm-hmm. drone, and it's carrying a payload of materials on the bottom of it, flies right over to it, uh, and drops it on the submarine. Wow. Uh, one of I think it's I think it's kind of neat. It definitely helps with um, logistics of items for what's ever needed. Um, considering a submarine can be out in the middle of who knows where in yeah. any sort of waters, uh, and they'll be able to uh, guide delivery of any kind of payload that they need to them. Um, 
it's pretty neat, actually. I'm surprised that this hadn't been done before or earlier and that this is just now happening. Uh, one of the seamen is quoted as saying... I'm coming really for that f- egg. No, 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 no. He said... Uh, <laughs> It really felt like we were part of shaping future operations for the Strategic Deterrence Force. So they're pretty proud of what they have done and what's to come. Wow. That's about that's about the only really uh, cool article I found. Do they uh, do they place their order on Amazon? Uh, they may have. I don't know. Doesn't really say. But this uh, this particular sub that they delivered to has twenty. Nuclear missiles and multiple warheads aboard. So, Whoa. I guess getting you know materials to them so they don't get too trigger happy is actually a pretty smart idea. You know, that is true. One way to think of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for news. Anyone got any other news, or is that it? That's it. That's it. I got nothing. I, I leave it to guy, you. Yeah. Cool. Tube three, ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Give it to me. Alright. So I'm gonna hop in here with a countdown. Uh, we are still on Halloween theme here, and uh, in partnership with the Beers Worth of Banter Boys, uh, we are cracking into a six pack, our top six Halloween candies. Oh. I've got my six favorite Halloween candies. I got a hot uh, take for the end. And an, and an honorable mention. All right. We'll, uh, we'll open it up for any hot takes and any of your favorites as well. Uh, starting with uh, number six, uh, one of my go-to chocolate uh, items on this list, the Crunch Bar. Crunch Bar, solid. Do you, what about, what, does that count within the scope of Bunch of Crunch? Is uh, that, that does yes i would i would count bunch of crunch in there as well if you get those Love in your halloween okay. so halloween bang go, go bunch ahead. of crunch is the shit so yeah. i'm i'm all about bunch of crunch mm-hmm. I'm, I'm into bunch of crunch as well like, not a my, sponsor but it should be oh my god i would you know what bunch of crunch i will get i will get you tattooed on my body if you're mm. our sponsor season Fact. two are we t- are we saying season two bunch of crunch season yeah i like that i don't idea. know how it'll work but we'll do it i don't know either we'll figure it out uh, number five, uh, counting down here. I think this is also Nestle chocolate. I, I'm a Nestle chocolate guy. Uh, hmm. is the Butterfinger. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and so too would be Butterfinger BBs if you want to do what we just did with Bunch of Crunch. But, uh, Butterfinger. Yeah. It's tough. I like, I, I, yeah. Go ahead. I like the regular Butterfinger. And I remember Bart Simpson was, a like the cartoon sponsor for it back in the 90s and stuff with the Simpsons. And I just uh-huh. always remember. Getting the Butterfinger with Bart Simpson on it, and uh, I'd eat it while watching The Simpsons. So, yeah, I will say that I, I, I think in my in my younger days, my salad mm-hmm. days, uh, I certainly munched on my fair amount of Butterfingers. No one could lay their fingers on my Butterfinger. I'm not a sponsor, <laughs> but uh, over the time, I, I find I find some of those candies that are quite sticky uh, on my teeth that I'm not so much of a fan anymore. That's mm. a sticky candy. Yeah, it gets yeah, all it definitely gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Mm, not subjective, Zach. Mm. Mm, no. I don't think so. I think you're right. both it gets, wrong. It gets, yeah. it gets stuck in there. I think tw- you know, Twizzlers do. Twizzlers do. Uh, what's the what's the um, milk duds? Oh. Uh, real sticker. Oh. 
I like milk don't duds. Like milk duds. They don't make my That's list, but I like them. Uh, oh, no. Number four, Swedish fish. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> love them. Yes, we, we have departed from chocolate. There's no more chocolate items on my list. Whoa, really? Really, dude? Ask wait, Alex wait, about pure? Swedish fish. Yeah, Alex. What about Swedish fish? I know our captain loves them, but he's not here right now. But if he's listening to this, he's probably getting ready to go grab a bag and start eating them right now. My my only problem with Swedish fish at, under the Halloween candy item is you don't often get the like small bags of Swedish fish. I I was always so pissed when you'd get the individually wrapped Swedish fish. Mm. Like that was like one of the shittiest candies to receive. Even though I love Swedish fish. So I will say <laughs> I have fond memories of Swedish fish at the uh, Sydney pool, and I would get them in a plastic baggie wrapped, and I would eat them, and then have to wait. Um, 15 minutes to go swimming because hmm. that makes sense right and um <laughs> <laughs> but i i always hated getting the different colored swedish fish i only yes. like the red ones the other Correct. ones suck completely agree completely agree uh, i had the tropical ones this past year horrible <laughs> absolutely inedible can't eat them terrible inedible. <laughs> uh Number three, though, same vein as Swedish fish, and also one I hate to get individually wrapped, but I'll still lovingly eat and and uh, enjoy the delectable nature of the Sour Patch Kid. I was going to say, Sour Patch Kid makes sense as yeah. the next step to go. Love them. And I still eat still eat a lot of those to this day. I've got a box. Uh, still actively eat those kind of box behind me. Uh, number two, whenever I can track these down, I, I love uh, to get like the large bar of this, but it is grape Laffy Taffy. Ooh, Interesting. yeah. Hit you know, there's, it, a, there's a lot of different Laffy Taffies, and there's like crazy, crazy Taffy as well. We used to get it at the, the country club the next to the pool there. And... Uh, I had like the sprinkles and stuff in it. Those are also really good. Yeah. It's I the same that vein, ben, I same idea, same idea as a uh, airhead or we thinking not, a, not an airhead guy, not mm-hmm. an airhead guy. I, yeah, I agree. I did not like airheads. Still don't, but Laffy Taffy, those big, big old sticks. Whoa, buddy. Yeah. Watch I feel like out. the, uh, I mean, obviously they're both just like pure sugar, but I felt like airheads were like just pure, like sugar. Like it even had like a texture of it. Like it wasn't even like properly blended. It just was like gritty. But Laffy Taffy was like art. It was so good. And number one, I, I don't know I, I, if this is a really popular or prevalent candy, but these are like so good. I, I can't let myself be around these. Like it's just rotting my teeth. And they're only like, they only have like five or 10 seconds of flavor. So you have to pop more and more. And then your mouth just like is corroding. But it is the Crybaby Sour Bubblegum. Huh. They were. Cry- Baby, yep, crybaby, sour bubble gum. I know what you're talking about. I'm just, I'm, I'm a little surprised that it makes it all the way to the top. I, I have a bunch them. of. My, I have a my bunch honorable of... menchie was uh, blow pops. I love the green apple with bubble gum blow pop. You're really, yeah, you're really not like a, you're not like a chocolate guy. I'm a huge chocolate so, guy, huge so, chocolate guy. So Ben, you're saying those cryberry sour bubble gum is your number one thing? I love them. I love it. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Mm. I don't think any other candy emulates that style of like sourness either. Like, interesting. Like, I feel like a lot of candies are like on the sour patch spectrum where it's just like the sour sugar, whatever coating on it. Like, I feel like the Crybaby Sour Bubblegum is just like very delicious and unique. 
Although I guess mm-hmm. warheads kind of do the same thing, that kind of dry right. powder. See, I, I always like the uh, strawberry warheads. Mm-hmm. Warheads were pretty good, but like I can pass on warhead. Like if I see crybaby sour bubble gum, like on a in a candy jar, like I'm just grabbing them. <laughs> can I resist. can I mention can I mention a few? Yeah, hop in here. What do you, what do you, what are your guys' opinions and takes? What's your favorite candy? So I'm much more of a chocolate guy, um, and but I'm also like I got certain flavors that I like it, and they they drive my wife a little crazy because we have a candy bowl. We both have huge sweet tooths. We're huge into like ice cream cakes, ice cream in general, and that kind of stuff. Um, but so we have a we have a bowl of candy, and I really like minty stuff. So like uh, Junior Mints mm-hmm. or like York York Peppermint York, Patties. Yep. Mm-hmm. York Peppermint Patties. Uh, so are... I enjoy those, and the same thing goes for coconut. I love coconut. So like um, Mounds or Almond Joy, Almond Joy. are also <laughs> ones that I love. Kind of seeing end up in that candy thing. But the one that w- will be there, and I have to actually stop myself, especially working from home now. I have to like be like, whoa! I've had three of these today. I gotta like slow my roll. Is anything Reese's really Reese's Reese's pieces Reese's uh, mm-hmm. pumpkin shaped Reese's. Uh, oh, Christmas yeah. shaped Reese's, Easter uh, eggs, <laughs> dark chocolate covered, white chocolate covered, milk yeah. chocolate covered, any type of Reese's, anything. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like munch, 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 munch. That's yeah. probably number one. And I will. I, I said I had a scorching hot take, super hot take. Watch out, guys, because you're gonna get burned. I like candy corn. Oh, I enjoy. God. It. I enjoy oh. eating it, and I will eat but candy corn. I was trying to think because a lot of people get persecuted for liking uh, almond joy. Like they even made fun of it on the boys. And I'm like, what, what's what's a hotter take than almond joy? Mm-hmm. You're right. Candy corn is atrocious. I, I don't candy mind corn. candy corn. I don't I mind it. it. Oh my! I don't think goodness. there's anything wrong with it. It's just it's like just waxy sugar. It's really sugar. Like sugar. Yeah, it's, it's sugar. It is. But it's it's, it's really. I, 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 the, I, yeah, I don't seek it out, but I will gladly say, like, yeah, give me a couple. You know what? <laughs> you know what I don't I, like are those orange pumpkins. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Oh yeah, gosh, yeah, different. those are awful too. Those are not great. But yeah, scorching hot take. But no, uh, Jamie. You know, I think I finally I'm starting finally to connect with you because I too like chocolate, and yeah. <laughs> it's a hot take, really. Hot take. Luck chocolate. I know uh, we kind of mentioned my big one, Butterfingers with Bunch of Crunch, dude. Oh, my God. I love it. But um, I can't think of anything. Kit Kats. I love Kit Kats. I love the dark chocolate Kit Kats. I like mm-hmm. the white chocolate Kit Kats. Give it all to me. Oh, and, and yeah, obviously, like a Twix. Okay, I, can, I can go for a Twix. I think the other thing that I that I, growing up, do you know what my favorite was growing up? Cream chocolate? I love Three Musketeers. Okay. Three Musketeers. I used to... I used to what I what I used to love to do, and it's going to be weird. I used to love eating all the chocolate off of the um, Three Musketeers. So then you just had a big log of nougat, and then I would <laughs> roll and eat the whole thing of nougat. <laughs> yeah. Never did that. <laughs> I like uh, I like Snickers. Nice. I like Whatchamacallits. I I I'll eat uh, Three Musketeers. There's not many chocolate ones that I steer clear of. Really, I don't Her- do Hershey. Coconut. Hershey. I just don't like Hershey chocolate. I don't mind Hershey chocolate. <laughs> It's not my go-to. What, uh, but like, anybody that knows Zach and I know I always catch Zach sucking on chocolate. What what chocolate are you are you indulging in when I hear those mouth so noises coming from you? More often than not, it's just uh, a brand of chocolate. Can't think of the name of it, but it's at Aldi's, and it's very good. I get their dark chocolate bar. It's usually a dollar thirty-nine. And it's very good. And I break off a few of those pieces and I have them next to my computer and I munch on them. And Ben calls me out and I don't care. <laughs> it's a very, uh, 
Uh, your voice just changes, and it's like a very like uh, <laughs> flemmy, just nasally, just. It's like a cat. It's all right. It's all right. Food. I'll get over it. It's okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> For our listeners. Okay. All right. Well, unless Alex needs to share any opinions on uh, Halloween candy, then uh, I think we can move on to some Zach fags. Uh, the only thing I got to say is uh, I'm okay with candy corn. Everything See? else. Wow. I'm outnumbered fine. on this. That's crazy. I've never had Bunch of Crunch, whatever you guys are talking about. Never even heard of it. Oh, Bunch uh, of Crunch I've is d- great. Never had. It's, it's a crunch the, bar, like broken up into bits, like enrolled into. I swear it tastes better. It it's, tastes good. better. it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm does, not. Yeah. I didn't know they even did that. So that's, that's news to me. I didn't know that they made really long ropes of Laffy Taffy. I just always thought it was the little miniature things. You never saw those and, and big honestly, ass ones, Alex? In the same no. vein of in the same vein of the bunch of crunch versus a crunch bar, there's a difference, I think, between the large bar of Laffy Taffy versus the individually wrapped ones. The large bar of grape Laffy Taffy is to die for. I heat it up, like I'll like like just like hold it between my hands for a little bit while I'm doing something and just like Get it a little bit above room temperature, and it just melts. It's so good. Uh, yeah, I've never had it. I didn't even know that you could eat the top part of a Three Musketeers bar, and then just eat the rest of it. The like nougat, Jamie yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, can I can I ask a quick question as well, Alex? What do you think about uh, raisinets? Is it just like little tiny raisins? They're raisins chocolate covered, covered raisins. in chocolate. Chocolate covered raisins. Oh, that is not my style. No, oh, I don't shit, think that, guys. Uh, I don't think I'd like it. I don't know if I've ever had them, but I don't think I'd like it. I forgot a, a candy that would be in my top six for sure, and it's snow, ca- snow you, caps. I, I, yeah, I thought you were going to say that you was not recorded or something. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, I've been recording. Uh, snow caps, though. Oh, Com- yeah. More of a movie theater candy than a mm-hmm. Halloween candy. Cause that's what made me think things. of the uh, Raisinets as well. It's like I was trying to think of my movie theater candies, and it's like uh, – uh, Junior Mints, Bunch of Crunch, and then uh, I was like, oh, Raisinets. That's another one that I got. Dude, Snowcaps, Thon Thon Memories, going to the Sydney Movie Theater. My dad would always get those, the Snowcaps. Love So them. good, so good. Love Perfect them. texture, and I love whatever chocolate brand that is. Yeah, It's a like fun, fun conversation. I feel like we've talked more about this than the actual movie. <laughs> it's better than the movie. Candy's better than this movie. Instead yeah, of watching a- this movie, save yourself two ninety nine and go buy some Bunch of Crunch. Or your That's a great idea. Bar. Yeah, <laughs> go go save the money. Use the money that you rent this movie with and go buy some Bunch yeah. of Crunch. Yeah, you can go to those like Walgreens and stuff and get like dollar candy boxes. You can not get a three sponsor. Of them. You can you get can go three to many them. different stores, not just Walgreens. Walgreens only. Get it. Mm-hmm. And your flu shot. Good idea. Yes. I also advocate for getting flu shots. Okay. All right. Can I throw one more thing out there before Absolute, I switch? Absolutely. I've never had snow caps either. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like the darkness of the chocolate. Oh, yes. So good. Alex, I know what your Christmas gift is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Get, get him one of those giant snow caps, like the giant one. <laughs> one snow cap. And a giant bunch of crunch. Yeah. I do like Ferrer. Oh, amazing. The Ferrer Rochers or however those yeah. are called. I have an allergy to, I don't know if it's the hazelnuts or what, but I can't eat those, but those are delicious. Do you guys like Nutella? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's good. 
God, a lot of a lot of hot takes today on this podcast. <laughs> Nutella, good. It's good. I like Nutella. What a hot like take. It. I don't know anybody that doesn't like Nutella. I'm sure there's one asshole out there. Hi. Well, I, watch out because the first Zach fact is that Zach does not like <laughs> Nutella. That's a Zach fact. That is a Zach fact. Hit it. Yeah, you can just go. I think he has to All edit right. it then. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm playing with it. I'm playing with it. All right, guys, I gotta. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. I got a jet. Uh, I can't do the Zach facts, but um, we got a live phone call from from our guy Mike Dooley. He's gonna take over for me, and he's gonna do the rest of these. Okay. Okay. Wow, okay. this is awesome. Hey, hey, we got it. Well, well now we, we have to give this movie a ten out of ten. Yeah, I, uh, I changed my score to a, a twelve, a full foot foot long. Wow. Mike, how's it going? Great to have you. Let's get right into this. Jamie, Thanks. thank you very much. I love talking to you, and I love all of your movie opinions. Wow. All of them, huh? Exactly all even of them. Early, even earlier when he gave this movie like a one? Yes, because I give this movie a one, too. It ruined my career. <laughs> Mike Dooley. I had a lot of things going uh, for me. Damn, well, we're sorry to hear that. We didn't know that uh, this had such a profound impact on, That's uh, the first, on your No, that was the first Zach fact. He had a lot of things going for him. Oh. Hey, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, we've got some facts for you tonight. How many do you think he left me to read? Oh, my God, we're still doing over-under. Uh, over-under, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I'm going to go high. I'm going to go four and a half. Wow, I'm going under. I'm going to go over. Over. You're doing at least six. (laughs) Okay, let's find out if Zach did six. Zach facts. I've got them here right in front of me. (laughs) All right. Fact number one. IGN.com ran a poll. What's worse in 2020? COVID-19 or Subferatu? 69% 69% said Subferatu. Oh, shit. Ooh. Shots fired. Tell that to 69%. all the families. 69%. I've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Dooley. <laughs> Love it. Nice. Okay. Fact number two. Turns out bats are hard to train. And over 420 were used and killed at the conclusion of the movie. Oh, my God. 69, 420. 420. I was doing that a lot in this movie. Don't even remember filming. (laughs) My bully. Does that count as two Zach facts? He only wrote those two with... One more for a total of three. It's going to be 666. So the fact number three was Patrick Pinna said the sequel is coming fast, and it's called Subferat 2. Oh. Two? You've been there before. (laughs) Thanks, Jamie. (laughs) Keep up the great work. Wow, three seconds. That's all I got. This is Mike Dooley. Smoke him if you got him. 
Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at maceaststudios at gmail.com. 